This is the New York Times Audio Digest for Wednesday, March 31st, 2010. Presented by Audible. Here's what's happening on the front page news this morning. Political causes spur suicides in India. Plan to widen use of statins has skeptics. And Obama to open offshore areas to oil drilling. In this morning's financial headlines, a mixed report on home prices in January. Incentives helped March sales rebound, Toyota says, and Google says technical glitch blocks service in China. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Maureen Dowd. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. This morning's top story is titled, Political Causes Spur Suicides in India, reported by Lydia Polgreen from Hyderabad, India. Sai Kumar Migata, a 20-year-old straight-A chemical engineering student at a prestigious university here, came home from breakfast one morning early this month, slipped a length of clothesline around his neck, tied it to the ceiling fan in his dorm room, and hanged himself. For the people of Telangana, this is my final salute, said a note he left, referring to the decades-old struggle to create a separate region in Andhra Pradesh, a large state in southern India. My final and last request is take my body to the Legislative Assembly. Goodbye. With that, Megata became one of a surprising number of people, many of them young and educated with bright futures awaiting them, to have committed suicide over the battle to carve out India's 29th state. Some estimates have attributed more than 200 suicides to the cause. These politically motivated deaths are just one aspect of a troubling trend. Suicide has become something of a phenomenon in India, especially in the South, which now has one of the highest suicide rates in the world, a fact that has both puzzled and alarmed public health experts. Suicides by indebted farmers are frequently reported and pointed to as a sign that India has forgotten its rural poor. But according to Indian government statistics, bankruptcy or poverty provoke fewer than 5% of Indian suicides. A family conflict, a broken love affair, or an illness is a more likely spur. Then there are politics. The number of ideologically motivated suicides in India doubled from 2006 to 2008. While the overall number remains small, mental health experts say these deaths illustrate the increasing stress on young people in a nation where the masses often feel powerless. Young people see this as a way to give meaning to what seem like meaningless lives, said Sudhir Kakar, a psychoanalyst who has written extensively about mental health in India. It is a way to become a hero, to take a stand. Suicide is generally considered taboo in Hinduism because it disrupts the cycle of reincarnation that is central to the soul's progress, Kakar said. But the willingness to die for a cause, as exemplified by Gandhi's epic fast during the struggle for independence, is seen as noble and worthy. Ancient warriors in Tamil Nadu would commit suicide if their commander was killed, Kakar said, and the practice of sati or widow burning, although outlawed, remains a potent symbol of wifely devotion. In modern democratic India, however, such drastic measures seem like a bizarre and troubling throwback that has shattered many families. The political causes that spur multiple suicides can seem remarkably provincial. When Andhra Pradesh's popular chief minister, Reddy, died in a helicopter crash last year, the news media reported suicides by dozens of his supporters. The fight for statehood for Telangana, an island region that sees itself as marginalized by coastal elites, gained attention when a fast brought the movement's leader, K. Chandrashkara Rao, to the brink of death in December. Since then, political brawling has left the region's statehood hopes in limbo, 
but dozens of young people have succumbed to the emotional pull of the issue.